Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, and even some off-topic things, we will have an Open Line Friday segment, which I'm sure you're really going to enjoy. Details on that coming up in just a little bit. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier, and the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is episode number 310 for Friday, March 25th, 2022. And on a personal note, it would have been my mom's 100th birthday today, March 25th. Although my brother and I were already busy texting this morning, and he seemed to remember that my uncle uh, once went to their birth town, which was uh, Cap Saint Ignace in Quebec, Canada, and he found my mom's birth certificate, which was recorded not as March 25th, but March 26th. Uh, However, in those times, as I was discussing with my brother, that most births were at home, and perhaps it was very late in the day, and recorded the next day. And my grandmother always insisted that mom was born on March 25. She would know. She was there. And uh, so we always celebrated on March 25th. And so that was 100 years ago today in 1922. And it's also an interesting date in history, personal history for me, because it was exactly 45 years ago today. And it was a Friday that particular year. 1977, I was a senior in high school, and I skipped a day from going to high school only because mom was taking me up to a college visit, and we went up to Lowell Technical Institute, that's what it was named at the time, in Lowell, Massachusetts, but just before we went to Lowell, which was on the north side of Boston, and we lived on the south shore, we stopped in at WCVB-TV Channel 5, in Needham, Massachusetts, essentially in the Boston market, they had their studios in one of the suburbs right along Route 128. And that is essentially the East Coast's version of Silicon Valley. It is a technical ring, and, and I can't remember the, the name of it, but it was something to the effect of uh, Silicon Ring right around Boston because of so many computer companies that had their home right along Route 128. And it is the time of year, really anywhere in the country, that you can have a wild storm. And we had had one go through. It was a wild night of warm rain. Then we had a cold front go through, and temperatures dropped very, very quickly. And it was windy all day. Winds were 30, 40 miles per hour in gusts. 
And uh, we went up toward uh, the studios for a visit with Bob Copeland, then the morning meteorologist. He is now retired, by the way, and lives in Littleton, New Hampshire, and he operates an art studio. He is a phenomenal artist. I digress, but at any rate, we went to Lowell Tech and unimpressed with it. And I can still remember my mom leaning over at one point during the tour saying, Son, you've got better equipment at home than they do in their meteorology department, which essentially sealed the deal. I would not want to go to Lowell Tech at the time. I'm sure that their program has improved quite a bit since then. I know a number of people who have gone there. But I went to Linden State College in Northeast Vermont instead. And I personally am thrilled that it worked out that way. Linden State College was a special place and I should say is a special place. It is still held in high esteem across all of the country. It is now known as the University of Northern Vermont at Linden but it'll always be Linden State College to me. By the way, one more note before we take a break, and then we have our special guest come in. This week was Severe Weather Awareness Week in Ohio. However, on Wednesday, we had severe weather potential breakout, and the result was that the National Weather Service postponed the siren test. I don't know if it's been rescheduled yet. I'm sure it will be if it is not. And we did have a little severe weather in the area. And this was a bit of a surprise. An EF0 tornado actually touched down in Huron County. And the length was only 0.8 miles. The max width was only 100 yards. And it essentially hop skipped and jumped and caused some damage to a local farm. No injuries at all. The owner of the farm actually saw the twister ripping up a part of his barn, and that occurred at about 6.11 p.m., only two minutes long. And again, that was in Huron County on Wednesday. Estimated peak winds 85 miles per hour. Oddly enough, the thunderstorm was not all that severe. It was very, very light. However, tornadoes can occur from any parent cell whatsoever. It was very weak. And it was very short-lived, but it was confirmed in Huron County on Wednesday. It is Open Line Friday. I'll have my special guest with me. His name, Dante Jones. He's been a guest on Weather Jazz before because he is the recent addition to the Fox 8 weather team. And if I had to use one word to describe Dante, it would be whimsical or campy. Or humorous. I was going to use the word humoric, but I looked it up and it's uh, really no longer considered a word. It's not in the Scrabble dictionary. The word was in use last century, but only in a rare document or two. So I guess it's no longer considered a word, but if I were to use it today, I would also add humoric. And when we come back, we will test that humor. Oh, you're going to love his laugh if you've not heard it yet. Dante Jones with me coming up right after the break. Now, this is going to be interesting because uh, Dante and I 
literally did the entire interview, but <laughs> but it was all practice because right. I, I looked in my, my, my little device. It had a blinking light, but it shouldn't have been blinking. It should have been solid like, yeah. like this. And you weren't now, recording. Yeah, now I'm recording. Okay. All we'll right. make this relatively quick. <laughs> so instead I of promise. The live news. This is now a, a, oh. a re- recorded news. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? But you That's know, life. Yeah, we're going to turn the tables on everybody because they gave okay. you a one word. All right, description. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, you, but all very complimentary. Uh, but I'm going to turn the tables and let you do the same to them. Okay. All right. Uh, and we'll do that in just a second, but I want to talk about how you're, uh, you're getting your footing. Yeah. Is it different here in Cleveland compared to Dayton and the coast of North Carolina? Yes, it is. I think, um, so the temperature in the snow is similar uh, to Dayton, uh, but the, the dealing with the body of water is similar to eastern North Carolina. Uh, so the lake effect, obviously different from both regions. Um, we, I welcome back to the land of, land of lake effect snow from somebody who don't like winter or snow. Um, but, um, it's different in the respect that from Dayton, we get system snow. So, you know, you get a synoptic system that comes through, it dumps some snow and it moves on. Uh, here, uh, depending on the orientation of the snow and the system, the next day we have to deal with lake effect mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And so you have the amount of the actual system, and then you have to actually calculate the amount of the lake effect that goes on afterwards. So uh, that's a little different. We get boundaries uh, that kind of set up here like today, where you literally walk across the street and there is a 20 degree difference uh, right up along the lake because you got a northerly flow coming from Canada, coming from across the lake. So communities right along there are so much cooler uh, that's similar to the sea breeze that I got in Eastern North Carolina, uh, where you could see 10, 20 degree differences there. And then thunderstorms right along that breeze and boundaries. So, uh, there are similarities and there are differences, which makes it fun yeah. in all honesty. And once you kind of get to know that pattern, it makes it easier to kind of forecast and kind of pick up on some things. So even if the forecast is calling for one thing, you kind of remember what happened in the past, like, mm, 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 not falling for it. I'm not forecasting that. I'm forecasting this. <laughs> but, you, but you have an advantage because you, you grew up here. So yeah. so it's a little quicker in getting used to things? It is. It is. Um, it's, it's quicker in getting used to things. And then at the same time, it's learning things because I did grow up here, but I was not a meteorologist here. I was just a regular, you know, mm-hmm. kid and teenager. But now coming back and actually being a scientist and a meteorologist and studying the pattern, as opposed to just kind of observing it as a as a resident, it is a little different. So I'm looking behind me. AJ just walked past me, and he doesn't have a jacket right now. So yeah, probably because sh- it's at your house. <laughs> I'm getting ready for Shay Henry. You know? <laughs> So we got to tell folks about this. This uh, the first uh, time it happened, nobody noticed a thing. I'll start the story okay. and then you finish it. All right. So I'm getting ready to leave. I'm I leave between six, or uh, rather between seven and eight. I pick up all my stuff, which is my usual mode of operation, and I throw my satchel over my shoulder and I get in the car. I did that, and I just threw everything in the car. Didn't even notice anything. I get home, <laughs> I pick it up, and I'm thinking. <laughs> Man, this is heavy. Yeah. And, oh my and, gosh. And then I put it down next to my wife and son who were having dinner. 
and I'm thinking, wait a minute, I, that's not my jacket. <laughs> Usually, when I come from the studio um, from doing the 7 p.m. show, I'll put my my suit jacket uh, at my desk on the coat rack. But instead, I took it here in the weather center and I just laid it down and I laid it like right next to your stuff. And um, and you going home and just like clockwork and, you know, not even thinking about it, just grab up all your stuff and go home. And you text me later that night and said, do you have your suit jacket? Is your suit jacket gray? And um, I said, well, looked around. I was like, oh, I don't have my suit jacket. I have no idea where it's at. He said, well, I have it. Um, and so you told me to go on the air in the- Oh, I did. I said, go for it. In the studio and just tell everybody, hey, I'm without yeah. my suit jacket because Andre stole it and took it home and is holding it for ransom. Um, but I, my tie is short because I'm short and I use a lot of fabric to tie it. Um, so I stayed here in the Weather Center and did not tell the true- Hollywood story of Andre Bernier as a klepto. We're getting him help, people. We're getting him help, but you know. <laughs> now, fast forward a week later. <laughs> I tried to make it happen again on purpose this time. I discreetly put my suit jacket on top of yours, hoping that you would pick it all up and take it home again. So I could re- really say that Andre stole my suit jacket. Again. Again. And it's holding it for ransom. <laughs> but I did offer, I said, Dante, I'm going to take a picture with your jacket on and I'll send it to you. Show everybody where your jacket is. Right. You did offer, offer it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, working here is, um, it's, it's pleasurable because I love working with teams that we can have fun together. Mm-hmm. And, and I think working, especially with you and AJ here at night, has been loads of fun so far. Very cool. Well, we're about to turn the tables, uh, unless you have any other uh, stories that you'd like to tell uh, so far for, you know, that, not, that you've accumulated. Not yet, no? not yet, but there are many a years to go yet, so I'm oh, sure we'll get some. The jacket was a good start. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go, because we started this um, episode with other people describing you, all okay. very complimentary from different angles. Okay. Now you get to describe <laughs> them. Here we okay. go. Gabe Spiegel. Oh boy, Gabe Spiegel. Um, Gabe, you know, Gabe is is his word for me. It's really, I think, what stands out for everybody. Um, because when I first got here. Uh, and be, right before I went on the air, he said, let's have a little fun uh, for TikTok and let's uh, do a dad joke challenge, if you will. And so he did a dad joke. I did one. He did one. I did one. So when you when you see Gabe Spiegel, you just think dad jokes or maybe corny, if you will. <laughs> Boy, you know that. That's good. I like that. Wayne Dawson. Wayne is um, people compliment me on my dress and my style. Um, Wayne, I think, set the standard. So I usually say that he is the mentor and I'm usually merely the protege. So I would say stylish for Wayne. All right. I'm going to add one posthumously and uh, Dick Goddard. Dick Goddard, we have to toss him in there. That's true. Exactly. I mean, Dick is, um, when you think of Northeast Ohio and you think of local TV news, Mm -hmm. you think Dick Goddard. Mm -hmm. Dick Goddard is classic. He's just the classic. Mm -hmm. He's like Coca-Cola. He's a classic. (laughs) 
time. Coke Classic is good. You know, new Coke was never good. New Coke was never good. No, uh, the Pepsi can be the choice. Of, I can be Pepsi, if you will, the choice of a new generation. But Dick is Coca-Cola Classic. You know, interesting story back from the mid-1980s when new Coke came out. I was down at the Weather Channel in Atlanta at the time. And everyone's response to new Coke was so negative and so bad that when new when Coke came out to tell everyone that they were going to go back to Coke Classic, Peter Jennings broke in on the soap operas at three o'clock in the afternoon to tell the American people new Coke was going away. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah I still remember that. Imagine how simpler times were then when that's all we had to worry about, right? right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? That would be so nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, most of these people like uh, uh, that listen to the podcast down around Dayton and, and North Carolina, they don't know these people, but they will get to know them just by your description. So we'll go a few more, and then we'll okay. go to maybe a name or two that they may know. Okay. All right. Scott Sable. Scott Sable. Scott is um, smart. Smart. Scott knows stuff that I may have known at one time and forgot or may have never even known about meteorology. So Scott is smart. I say nerdy. What do you think, AJ? Nerdy? Nerdy. I have no opinion. I don't want to get... <laughs> <laughs> he's listening. He's he's right over my shoulder. Uh, I and I do that with great great love for him because uh, he knows pi, the number pi, three point one four out one hundred digits. I mean, so that's that's why I say nerdy in a very fun way. Exactly. AJ made a graphic for him. As a matter of fact, I think he used it on Monday's show where. Uh, it shows him thinking and a little bubble over his head mm-hmm. and the the pie numbers going out to those digits to see if he get it right. And and yeah, he went out one high. Maybe he's gone up to 102 yeah. or 103. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, maybe he's committed a couple more digits to, yeah. to memory. <laughs> uh, AJ's smiling. Maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. I don't know. I think that's a secret, very well-guarded <laughs> secret. Um a few more. Lou MacLeo. Lou, Lou, Lou. There are so many words to describe Lou. Um, He's a complicated man, isn't he? Is, he is. Is he not? He's the mayor of the newsroom, if you will. Um, ownery is what I would describe Lou. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's Lou. <laughs> and one of our newest members, Ken Carmen in sports. Kent opinionated, right? Yeah. Opinionated. <laughs> in a good way, whether you yeah, agree oh, with him or not. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's why he, that's why he was hired, right? Because right? he's a very opinionated on, the, on sports radio. Mm-hmm. And so they said, let's carry that over to TV. So, mm-hmm. yeah, opinionated. How many times are we going to hit 90 this summer? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that that, that, that came what? out of left field, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it did. Okay, so here's, here's what I'm thinking. All right. Um... You're you're on record here. People are listening. I know, right? I know, right? This is in the public. So they can go back and say, Dante, you said. All right. So June, I'm going to go. We'll, we'll get, um, I'll say we'll get like three days in June. I'll say we'll get, um, I'm going to say six days in July. So is that nine? Okay. Dog days of August. I'm going to go with four days in August. So 19, 11, 12. Now we're up to. Uh, 13. Yeah. Okay. Like um, let's six, yeah. three, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13. Okay. And then I'm going to go two days in September. So 15, 15 total, 15 total. Oh, 
I think we ought to get everybody to guess. And, and, I think and, so. <laughs> I think so. I think that'll be fun. I think that'll be. I think maybe in an upcoming podcast or so, uh, maybe you get people to guess some of those numbers. I think we'll get zero. You think we'll get zero this, this zero time? zero days? Not here in Cleveland, but somewhere, somewhere right, on well, the globe. Somewhere on the globe. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yes, you didn't specify. <laughs> you're a lawyer. You should be a lawyer. <laughs> Dante fits right in with our group. In fact, it was like hand in glove. He fit in with our sense of humor, the way we joke around, and in so many other ways as well. It's a real pleasure to have him, and periodically we'll bring Dante back on, especially when there's something to talk about, weather-wise or otherwise. He has many other interests outside of meteorology. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast. Inside your sphere of influence, via email, via social media, or simply by looking someone in the eye saying, hey, have you ever heard of Weather Jazz? Go check it out. We are available on weatherjazz.com. You can simply listen to every episode on any web browser, but we're also available on every single podcast platform. Just do a search for Weather Jazz, one word. Okay, it is Friday, and as I always like to say, I just love to brag on the people who step alongside me to support Weather Jazz. Andrea Rich from Tennessee, Bill Martin from Florida, in the state of Ohio, Dale Osborne, Will and Tonya Krause, Christine Barnes, and Rose Moore. And in Vermont, Kian Galunas and Victoria Singer. And I really, really would love to add your name to that list simply Go to weatherjazz.com, click on the supporter tab. Not only will you see all the names that I just rattled off who step alongside me and help me to keep the program at its highest quality level possible. Thank you. Thank you so much. And really appreciate your support. You can add your name very, very easily. Go to weatherjazz.com, click on the supporter tab. If you have a question, a topic suggestion, or simply want to say hello, I'd love to hear your voice, call the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. Here's the number, 234-525-5888, 234-525-5888. And if you go to weatherjazz.com and click on the Contacts tab, that information and my email address is there for you so that you can contact me anytime you like. Well, get ready for a little weekend snow in the Ohio Valley anyway. Looks like we'll see some snow showers by the time we wake up Sunday morning. Maybe going to church with a light cosmetic coating of snow. I don't think it'll be the kind that requires a snow thrower, but you may have to employ the shovel to kind of Keep the sidewalks clear and free. Most of the snow should accumulate on grassy surfaces and rooftops and decks. However, keep in mind, if there's a visual cue that there's snow sticking, there might be some slippery conditions. So as you're out and about on Sunday morning, especially, or Saturday night for that matter, that's when the first transition will occur. There might be some cause to slow down a little bit and pay attention to your driving. That in the Ohio Valley, anyway. Some exciting times ahead as we head into the weekend. It's still March, and yes, even in April. April averages 2.3 inches of snow for an average April. 
So there are plenty of Aprils where there's no snow and plenty of Aprils where there's a lot of snow and even the month of May, too. We won't go there, right? I always like to say you can put away the shovels on tax day because Uncle Sam gets paid and turns up the heat, finally turns up the thermostat. We'll see if that's the case this year. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on Monday with another fun episode right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz Podcast.